Hey everyone, my husband and I got back late from our trip, so I'm recording and publishing this episode today instead of Tuesday. So I'm so sorry to leave those of you up to date on the episodes hanging, but I'm excited to finally be back with y'all. For those of you who are new to the show, I'm your host, Brandi Williamson. I'm a believer, wife, mother, and childbirth and family performance coach. This podcast is all about equipping mothers with actionable sport and performance psychology techniques and inspirational advice with a faith-based perspective to help you excel in your journey of motherhood, all while deepening your faith in Jesus. Welcome back to Mom Material. Since Valentine's Day was this month, we've been focusing on how to enhance our relationships and show up for our spouses in a more loving way. We've been looking at applying what we know from the major studies on effective teams, like Google's Project Aristotle, to our marriages and building connections with our spouse. So what is connection and why do we need it? Connection is a bond or closeness that links a person, place, or thing together. In sport teams, it's often referred to as cohesion, the tendency for individuals to stick together and remain united in pursuit of achieving goals, as well as satisfying members' emotional needs, according to researchers Karen, Woodmeyer, and Brawley. Connection is one of the core competencies of resilience. The more resilience an individual or team possesses, the better they are at bouncing back quickly from adversity. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I'm very passionate about transferring what we know from the sport and performance psychology world to create healthy and high-performing families. There's no other team that matters as much to each other and society than two spouses in a marriage creating a family. Connection helps you stay teammates for life and better navigate childbirth, parenting, and future unexpected challenges. Individuals don't become professional athletes by getting lucky. They habitually practice the fundamentals, work hard, stay committed, and are personally in charge of motivating themselves to achieve excellence. The same principles can be applied to marriage. It doesn't come easy. You gotta work at it every single day. Last week, we talked about Google's Project Aristotle, an internal study to discover what made a team effective. This week, we'll round out that conversation by looking at how we can apply the other elements of the study with our values consistently through weekly check-ins, a practical strategy to stay committed, connected, and literally be on the same page with one another. If mom material is adding value to your life in any way, please pause this episode and follow and rate the show. It helps boost our visibility on listening platforms so other people can find us easier and share in a similar experience. Some of the biggest fights I've had with my husband are due to lack of communication and unknown and unmet expectations. One of the traps I tend to fall into is thinking because we're married, he can just read my mind or just thinks like me. And as much as we know each other, it never fails when we assume the other person automatically knows what to do without talking about it. It never goes well for us. 
In his series on marriage, Jordan Peterson, a famous Canadian psychologist and author, suggests setting aside at least 60 minutes with your spouse each week to talk logistics with one another. From Little League Baseball to a company of soldiers in the Army, every team and organization conducts meetings. The quote from Aristotle that inspired Google to name its study after goes, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And this is exactly the thing team meetings are trying to accomplish. Team meetings can create a space where members collaborate, synchronize, and cooperate with one another towards a desired end state. With that in mind, let's look at some specific ways we can enhance our conversations and decision-making process with our spouse. Specifically, structure and clarity is one of the elements of effective teams Google found in its project Aristotle. Teams that discuss each other's roles, actions, and goals are more successful than those that do not. What if we use the same element to structure meetings every week with our spouse? Going over the basics who's doing what and when, sharing how you can get and give support to your spouse. Another element in Project Aristotle is dependability. It's not just knowing who's responsible for each task, but following through on what you talk about. Dependability is completing the work given to you on time and doing it well. When dependability is high, team members come to rely and trust that everyone is doing their part to make the team better and achieve success. The last two elements of highly effective teams are meaning and impact, and I believe one leads to and sustains the other. Team members have to find personal meaning from their work and believe that what they do matters and is making a difference. Y'all know I'm a huge values gal. James Clear, author of Atomic Habits, reiterates that it's actually values that drive and maintain habits, the things that we do repetitively every day, consciously or unconsciously. Values are like our North Stars, guiding us to where we want to go. Discuss and create shared values with your spouse. That way both of you have a common meaning that propels you towards a mutual purpose and intrinsically fuels your motivation. Lastly, we can't forget about psychological safety. This is the most important element of an effective team. Effective teams create an environment and culture where team members feel comfortable opening up, sharing ideas without fear of negative consequences. I spoke more in depth about psychological safety and forgiveness in last week's episode, so if you missed that, make sure you go back and listen to it because it really helps focus in on specific behaviors you can do right now to become a better teammate for your spouse. I'm a pretty solution-focused, practically-minded person, so I think it's helpful to provide examples of what it might actually look like to incorporate some of these elements of highly effective teams into weekly rhythms of our marriage. If you're a pen and paper kind of gal, just go to my website, matrescencebirth.com, M-A-T-R-E-S-C-E-N-C-E, birth.com, And on the mom material tab, you'll be able to download a free connection check-in guide and follow along. All right, let's get into it. First things first, talk with your spouse. Figure out what a good day of the week and time of day would be best to have your check-ins together. Select an ideal place that you'd like to have this check-in. One that limits distractions and best sets the two of you up to listen to one another. Next, identify your family values. 
These are beliefs and characteristics that are important to both of you and inform your thoughts, mindset, actions, and behaviors each day. If you need some help through this, go to episode 8 on mom material and download the values exploration chart also found in the mom material tab of my website, matrescensbirth.com. Afterwards, select your priority areas as a couple. This could be tasks, events, or even a certain feeling you want to focus on this week with each other. Once you've identified those with your spouse, review the previous week. Some things you can ask each other is, what was difficult for you this week? What did you delight in this week? Next, talk about how you lived your values out this week. Share areas you need to improve on and how you can do a better job for next week. Then go over your priority areas. Discuss what you need to prioritize this week. How can you support each other this week? Get vulnerable with one another. Explore how you're doing in each of the following areas. Finances, sex, parenting, faith, friendships, and anything else you want to talk about. This would be a great time to share anything you feel you need to confess or ask for forgiveness from your spouse. Discuss what God has been teaching you with your spouse. Ask them how you can be praying for them and who you can be praying for together and then pray with each other. The Lord has blessed you with the opportunity to uniquely speak into your spouse's life and encourage them in their walk with God. Don't just pray together during your weekly check-ins, but find a time every day to pray over and with your spouse. Invite the Lord into every area of your life, like the vulnerability categories, and ask him how you can honor him more in each of those areas, and he will speak to you with the Holy Spirit. Share requests and praises as you grow in your faith with one another. After you talk through each of these sections with one another and pray together, map out your week. By doing this, you'll get a visual image of what to expect for the upcoming week as you write down what each of you will be doing each day. Get specific and go through each day of the week. Grow in your connection and love with your spouse this week by trying out some of these discussion topics or choose one of the elements of highly effective teams to focus on or work through the whole connection check-in guide you will never regret investing more time and attention to making your marriage better. Thanks for listening.